We are expecting someone, a very big name, to call us. Hello. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> oh, it, that is Russell Crowe, yes. Good morning to you. <laughs> how are you, Russ? With Flan and Ali and Spider is uh, in India still, Russ. He's done a, uh, a trip across India. This will blow your mind. In a rickshaw, a tuk-tuk from one end to the other, three big blokes in the one <laughs> rickshaw. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Who are the other blokes? Uh, just mates of his. There, uh, one's a high school teacher. The yeah, other's a other... fisherman hunter. Yeah, yeah, farmer type bloke. Yeah, and they're jammed in like should, You know, from what point to what point they're yeah. going? Yeah, north, uh, south to north, mate. And they've actually just reached wow. the north. They've done nearly four thousand kilometres in. <laughs> yeah, what? In that piece of crap. What? Absolutely. Yeah, they did it. <laughs> He's got there, and they've been raising money for charity. But they've also been eating from every street fair and and stall that they have on the way. So, and how's how's that gone for them? Uh, all of the diseases and viruses have died in his wasteland of yes. a body, Russell. Imagine yeah, I hope, the stench. I hope the tuk-tuk's one of those ones where you just fold the windows up. <laughs> oh, no. All we know is that they've gone through about 10 packs of adult nappies, so oh, unpleasant. Right. No good. Russell, I was there last time you were on the Gold Coast and played at Miami Marquetta. That was a fun gig. How yeah. did you enjoy it? Cheers, man. Thank you. I loved it, man. I really loved that venue. It was cool. So, you know, we were talking a little while ago because we've got a – performance coming up at the San Remo Music Festival in Italy on uh, February 8th. Yeah. So we're like, okay, so out of where we played, let's do a warm-up show, you know, where should we go back? And the overwhelming majority of vote was, let's go back to the Gold Coast. Glad so, to hear that's it, That's awesome. So that's fantastic. Good. Do you, do you still have moments? I mean, obviously you've been – how long have you been touring now with your band? Uh, how well, many years? So I, I started in bands in high school, mm. but I was like a professional – musician from about 1981 oh, my okay. first record came out in 82 so so before i ever made a movie i'd done about 2000 live performances including you know pubs clubs and also uh in theater you i know? absolutely love that i actually did not know that i'm ashamed to say do you still pinch yourself though when you're getting up to perform with your band well, there's always this thing that happens, which is like just moments before you go on, you know, like there's always a whole bunch of logistics and stuff and people's questions and blah, blah, blah. And that, you know, it's a constant thing, particularly when you're on the road mm. and just making sure, you know, that the camp is healthy, you know what I mean? Yep. And uh, yeah. everybody's looking after themselves. But just before I go on, there's this like shuddering sort of like <laughs> nervous thing that happens, yep. you know, where it's like there's just no way – I'm ready for this. <laughs> I love that. And you know what, people? And, and it's all, you know, I worked out a long, long time ago that that is because I have this deep desire to be at my very best every time I go out and perform or, or do anything, mm. you know. And so that thing that just comes over, I kind of see it as a, a, a friend now. You know, when I was much a much younger man with as, as much experience, I sort of, saw it as a bit of an enemy, you know, mm. but now I understand it's really, it's coming from me and it's just about, it's showtime, man. you know, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. And it's about hearing, I think people would love to hear that. Music that does that to people. <laughs> gets nervous. Still gets nervous. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And actually I'm, I'm, my band's playing down at the, my local pub this week, Russell, and nothing makes oh. me more nervous. I'd rather be in front of 2000 people than my mates at the pub. <laughs> 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 mate, I was going to ask, we've got a long line of low pressure systems at the moment, right across the top of Australia. We're going to have rain for a while. I really, we're going to watch a lot of movies. What are your three favourite movies? 
I mean, excluding your own. Oh, like for forever, for all time? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I want to ask you about okay. Nuremberg. I'm really excited about that. Okay, cool. So let's see. So my favourite, favourite film, and a lot of people know it now, but when it first came out, it wasn't really a big hit in this part of the world. But uh, there's a film called The Princess Bride. Oh, uh, inconceivable. You know, basically, it's a kid's <laughs> movie, but it's made for adults to to yeah. watch it. There's all this sort of sly humour, and that's really the beginning of, mm -hmm. you know, the attitude that's in mm -hmm. a lot of big cartoons, Pixar's and stuff now, where you have gags for the adults at, yeah. at the same time. Yeah. You know, it was kind of that, and I just found it really charming. That the, the thing that amazed me the most is that I was a deep fan of the book. Mm. And so when I saw the film... And it completely recreated the mood of the book. Mm -hmm. And that is not a usual thing, right? Um, so I was sort of, I was blown away by that. And, and you know, if, if it's ever on TV, I have to watch it. If, yep. if, if only to see Mandy Patinkin. Oh Isn't he amazing? On, you know? And that spiel that he does. Yes. You killed my father. Prepare to die. You know, I love that <laughs> shit. Um, but then, you know, on more serious fare, you know, like, Steve McQueen and Dustin Hoffman in Papillon. So good. Oh, oh my God, yes. Such a strange movie. I was so scared of this when I was a kid. Me too. Now, I didn't see it when it first came out because I was only young, right? Mm. But as I got to like 11, 12, whatever, I worked out that in Bondi Junction, there was a theater. It used to be at the back, basically, where Rebel was now for years. <laughs> you know, so I'm yeah. talking sitting here, right? Yep. And there was a, a picture theater there, right? a movie theater. And they would do screenings on a Saturday morning of, of some of the biggest, bigger, more adult fare of the last few years or whatever. And I saw a bunch of movies there that I was legally not allowed to <laughs> because they wouldn't ask questions. And that was the information that went out, yeah. you know, hey, yeah. you can go and see blah, blah, they, they'll never ask you about what your age is or whatever. So at a 10 o'clock session on a Saturday, I saw Papillon and scared the bejesus out of me. Yeah. Yes, me too. You know? yep. Like being interned on an island and you yeah. know people with leprosy and all this sort of crazy stuff. And, yep. and you, got, you have two iconic actors there. You've got McQueen, who is a persona oh, sort of performer. The he coolest dude going the around. Same, but he fits in whatever situation he's in. And then you've got Hoffman, who went through a period of time of being one of the great chameleon actors, you know. Mm. So it's... Yeah, it's a brilliant film. I can and, still know, picture I mean, those little round, tiny round glasses on Dustin Hoffman. And, and isn't there an escape involving coconuts from memory? Or There's a very long, like long series of attempts. And, and yeah. uh, you know, it's it's uh, as a kid, it, it scared the hell out of me. And, yeah. I, and I saw it recently and I still like it. So, mm. um, and then, you know, obviously The Godfather, you know, you go, brilliant. Yes. go back, you know, even way further than that to something you know, early in uh, Brando's career, you know, mm. um, like Streetcar Named Desire, you know, it was like I, I, I'd heard about him and read about him and all this sort of stuff, but I'd, I'd never really seen him in a film, and that was the first Brando movie I saw. And I was like, <laughs> okay. holy, I, I couldn't believe it. You know, <laughs> the style of performance was just so different and, and engaging and compelling, you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the thing is about movies, right, you know, I could – you know, you've, you've put 20 cents in the jukebox and I'll, I'll play all night on this particular subject yeah. <laughs> you know? because it is one of my, my, my favorite things. I just love that um, experience of the theater and, and collectively with a whole bunch of people you don't know going on a, a journey. So, you know, movies are, are, you know, a big part of my life, obviously. All right, so just follow-up question. Uh, you've got a movie coming out called Nuremberg, which is, uh, I, I no, guess. No, I haven't shot it yet. 
Oh, you haven't shot it yet? You're making it. So you're busy. You've got three three films to make this year. No, I've got three films coming out this year. Coming out. Okay, cool. uh, Land of Bad that I shot on the Gold Coast with Liam Hemsworth and possibly, uh, you know, a career-marking performance from him in that film. Uh, He's very good in it. And then uh, another movie called Sleeping Dogs with the Scottish actress Karen Gillan. And then there's also this gigantic big Marvel thing that you'll hear about around about August or something that's called Craven the Hunter. I'm a player, a Russian oligarch in that. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Nice. This year I'm shooting uh, Nuremberg with Rami Malek and Michael Shannon. Wow. Then I go on to do uh, a comedy with uh, Ed Helms. And then I'm doing uh, like a little independent film in Australia. And then there's, uh, a thing that I do a, uh, a small role in, in in Vancouver for a, a director that I really admire. So it's a busy, busy year. And in, yeah. in, in between, we've got a whole bunch of music stuff. There's a couple of things coming up later in the year that we're not allowed to talk about yet okay. that are just so amazing. So anyway, so we're doing the show at the Gold Coast, so we're staying sharp for yes. San Remo Film Festival. And I got a uh, an email overnight. This is, is kind of funny, but um, on the 17th of July – in a little town in uh, Italy, I'm going to be doing a duet of the confrontation from Les Mis. Oh, wow. With Andrea Bocelli. No way. (laughs) Holy hell. How did that come about? Well, obviously it's from the movie, and I did it with Hugh Jackman in the movie. Yeah. But during lockdown, um, I've got a mate who's like a keyboard player and a home recording engineer in Dublin, right? Yep. And he was friends with a guy called Jeff Layton, who played Jean Valjean on stage for 18 years of his okay. life. And, and I was on the farm doing nothing, you know. Yeah. Everybody was locked down, COVID around the world, you know. And this mate of mine in Dublin started building this track. And then he sent it to Jeff and said, have you got, you know, any desire to ever, you know, re-sing the confrontation? And Jeff said to him, only if you can get Russell Crowe to do Javert. Oh, yeah. Huh. But because he knew me, he was like, well, that might be easy. Hold on. And he just <laughs> said it to me. I, you know, the guy I'm talking about, he's a piano player on TV shows in, in uh, Dublin, and I've worked with him a couple of times and sung with him a couple of times. So he, he sent it to me, and uh, I did my bit, and then we put it out just, you know, like Twitter and Instagram and everything. got picked up by news organizations all around the world and had, you know, ultimately when you add it up, millions and millions and millions of views, right? And somehow that's come to andre bocelli's attention and he reached out a few years ago but we've never been able to make the date work and you know last year you know i got close but i said look just give me a date for next year and i'll make sure we fit it in and you know it comes in july 17th there it is i'll be singing incredible that's that's absolutely incredible and thank you for telling us how far ahead is your diary full well here's the thing and i was trying to explain this to somebody the other day you know i can tell you this week every every pretty much every day between now and April 2025, where I'm going to be, right? <laughs> but wow. it, is, it is quite likely that two weeks from now, if I told you the schedule, it will have changed greatly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. right. it's, okay. I call it like a living organism, you know? Yeah. It just sort of moves and revolves. You know, I mean, I was supposed to shoot Nuremberg at two different times last year, for example, the movie that I'm about to go and do yeah. when we finish the San Remo Music Festival. But, you know, they moved the dates once because they wanted to accommodate um you know getting a, a another cast member like a rami malik or a michael shannon so they moved the dates and then 
the SAG strike hit, so they had to move the dates again. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. you know, you just got to be light on your feet, man, you know? Yeah. And uh, if you get locked into something and you're really sort of like holding on to it happening at a certain point, guarantee you it's not going to come. Yeah, I understand. Well, I was going to ask you a question along a similar vein because it just sounds so absolutely hectic. Who coordinates your schedule? Is it you or do you have yeah. a team of 500 people doing <laughs> no, look, that I for you? Have, I definitely have a lot of people that, that work for me. Mm. But ultimately, you know, one guy specializes in one area and somebody else might do mm. other things, you know, because, you know, you also got to squeeze into this thing. It's like, you know, uh, being the president of Actor and, you know, South Sydney and a, you know, a bunch of other things, you know. So, yeah. um, but ultimately... I'm in control of the schedule and I decide what I'm doing, when I'm going to do it. And, you know, you get to that position when you've, when you're as old as I am. <laughs> <laughs> you, you mentioned, uh, Russell, the actors, I know you've got the San Remo music festival. It's a tight fit here. Are you back on the 10th to be here on the Gold Coast for the actors? No, I won't be able to no, make it because no. I'm actually, I'm slotting in San Remo on my way to Budapest to start shooting Nuremberg. Aha. Uh-huh. So that's, you know, when, when we set the date for the awards on the Gold Coast, I was completely clear at this time of the year, you know, mm-hmm. but it's funny, we're just talking about that. But, yeah. you know, with the two shifts and dates for Nuremberg, it just got taken over. And, you know, I, I don't want to put any kind of breaks or hold up on that production. I need to get into a certain place straight away, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Just going to flow into, I mean, we start shooting on, the 23rd, I think, February, so mm. it's quite tight. You know? I'd, I'd just love that sentence again. I'm sliding into San Remo, San Remo to shoot Nuremberg in Budapest, and I was going to say, well, who isn't, Dale? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Come on. Who isn't doing that? Yes. <laughs> Look, it's we so cannot... funny. I love it. Russell, to have you at the Maima Marketa, mm. it's just going to be unreal. We're thrilled about that, Russell. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it, man. I just love the way they've set that venue up. You know, yeah. you have that mm-hmm. performance room, but then you have all these different food choices and that big open area where people can just hang and talk and that, you know, you feel as a performer, you can feel the anticipation building towards the show and yep. the buzz yes. rising and then Great everybody floods into the room and, you know, bang at showtime. It's a, you know, we really enjoyed it last time and we're, we're looking forward to coming back, you know. Well, we wrap that you did and we wrap that you're coming back. And Russell, thanks for chatting to us this morning, mate. Really appreciate it. Cheers, all the very best.